1: probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. We love Just got fighting. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real American boys! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Live From America. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA, on RAV. And it's an honor to have you here. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and thank you. Thank you all for allowing me to do this job for you every single day. It's an honor and a blessing, and it's fun. It is so fun to fight for America. I mean, think about it. After you get done going and, and, and becoming a poll watcher, or after you run for school board, or even going to a school board meeting, just being involved in the system, Don't you feel so much better? Don't you feel like you've got your finger on the pulse of America when you just do the smallest of things? Even if it's just helping somebody's campaign, if you're sharing somebody's message, if you're calling, if you're emailing, if you're forwarding things. Folks, I titled this morning's show, Taking Back Our Republic, and that is exactly what we're doing, and today's show is going to be based around all of that. Taking Back Our Republic and what we've been able to accomplish from November 3rd until today. We also have a very special guest this evening, gubernatorial candidate for the great peach state of Georgia, Candace Taylor will be joining me here on Live from America tonight, making her third or fourth appearance here. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I have endorsed, for whatever that's worth, I have endorsed Candace Taylor for governor of Georgia. And uh, I think if people would just get a chance to hear her, if people would get a chance to see her on stage debating the other candidates, I think it would be a no-brainer who regular, everyday, average Georgians would want to vote for. That's my personal opinion for whatever it is worth now. I was going to start the show off with the cold open today, but I really wanted to give you kind of an overview of what you're about to see. So Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, future President Ron DeSantis says what he means means what he says walks to walk talks to talk if he promises going to he's going to do something well then you can be rest assured that more than likely Ron DeSantis much like President Donald J. Trump is going to stay true to his word and I don't know if we can talk about this man enough but I think every single day is a day closer to him being the president of the United States let's have Trump finish what he started drain that swamp and then let's usher in a brand new Republican party around somebody like a Ron DeSantis. He called a special session again, this time for a number of things. But one of the most amazing things is to really put the nail in the coffin when it comes to Disney. That means get rid of their autonomy zone. No longer self-governing. From now on, you will abide by every rule, state uh, law, and everything that everybody else in Florida has to abide by. You will, not have exemptions anymore. You will not get special status anymore. And this is the first death blow to Disney. Let's go to that video of Ron DeSantis today in Florida. Breaking
2: at new. Governor DeSantis amending the special legislative session getting underway in Tallahassee. His focus, eliminating special districts like Disney's Reedy Creek. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm Bridget Ellison
1: and I'm Justin Mormouth. So we told you last month that some state legislators were holding meetings to discuss repealing the 1967 Reedy Creek Improvement Act. The measure allows Walt Disney World to act as its own government and was created to entice the company to build in Florida. But after the Disney Company spoke out against Florida's parental rights and education law, which critics call the don't say gay law, Republicans in Florida have been working to penalize the company. News six's Mark Lehman is in the villages where the governor made the announcement.
3: It was a surprising development before a separate bill signing here today. Governor DeSantis saying lawmakers are taking aim at special districts that have been in place for more than 50 years, something said to have a big impact on Central Florida's largest employer. During a stop in the villages, Governor DeSantis announced he's amended a special legislative session beginning today. And so yes, they will be considering the congressional map, but they also will be considering termination of all special districts that were enacted in Florida prior to 1968. That includes the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which acts as Disney World's own government. Initial conversation beginning after Disney spoke out against the Parental Rights and Education Bill, dubbed by critics
0: as the Don't Say Gay Bill. It's going to be fascinating to see if the legislature's anger at Disney is great enough to kill the Reedy Creek Improvement District.
3: DeSantis has said a potential repeal is part of an effort to strip the large corporation of what he calls special privileges. Political experts saying Disney will oppose the potential measure every step of the way.
0: Uh, Disney is well prepared for a fight. They have uh, more than three dozen lobbyists in Tallahassee who are all going to be lobbying against this. Disney contributes millions of dollars every year to Florida Republicans. So they're going to.
1: Well, I wonder why. You know what? It's about time to get rid of Disney completely out of the great state of Florida. Ship them to California. Have fun over there. Have fun with your tra- transgender, woke-topia, uh, new way of life out in California. Get over there. And you know what? And The Californians will run you out of there because the one thing that Democrats and Republicans seem to stand together on is their children. Leave our children alone i don't know how many times we have to say it but you know what just in case for those who didn't hear it in the back hey, teacher, leave, them kids alone. leave those kids alone i want to give a big shout out to everybody watching in real america's voice Newsland, all the live from america family i want to get to some emails if we can we are taking back this republic and it's nice to read the real voice from real america so here we go jan writes and says hey jeremy I have watched several of your shows on Real America's Voice News. I'm getting more interested each time I watch. And I am surprised that I'm not turned off by the Christian references. In fact, she says, you have opened my heart and mind to reconsidering my agnosticism. And that is the beauty of God. We're not out there trying to make people become Christians. We're trying to spread the gospel so people can enjoy the beauty and the grace of God. So amen, and thank you, Jan, very much. Jan Arts for writing. I appreciate that. This comes from Jessica Adams. Hello, Jeremy and Life from America family. I'm going to share some good news. I've emailed you before about my son who was in the Marine Corps. He refused the COVID vaccine and like many others faced being kicked out. He was harassed and treated like a criminal, like he had the plague. He never wavered from his convictions and continued to give as much pushback as they dished out to him. He had his religious exemption denied and he was supposed to do an appeal and refused to do it. He told them he wasn't going to continue to play their games and they could do whatever they had to do and he would do the same. On Monday... He was told he would not be getting kicked out, but they weren't going to allow him to take terminal leave. My son doesn't take no for an answer, and he pushed forward, and today was granted his terminal leave. He will be home for good, DD-214 in hand, and full honorable discharge. Look at God. He worried a lot, but I told him not to worry that God would take care of it. He did, but admittedly said it was the hardest thing that he ever done. God always... God is always with the weak and the weary. All you have to do is cast your burdens on him. Amen. Amen. And one more here I want to tell you. This is a very sad story, but they uh, sent this letter for a reason, and I think the world needs to hear this. The devil attacked me through my own son. He got him to turn away from God and to him. This was after uh, going to Catholic and uh, Catholic school and our personal beliefs and teachings as he grew up after hitting rock bottom. He went back to God and turned away from all his godless friends and his godless wife. He was killed last October by a pickup truck while riding his bicycle. I say it was the devil's work because he, re- he revoked Satan and returned to God. Now, I could be mad. I could be hateful. Some people turn against God when things like that happened, but God, um, but God took him. His work here was done. He took him to heaven, and you can't beat that. The devil did not win and will never win. I am left to carry on God's work And try my best every day. If anyone just looked inside, if everyone just looked inside themselves, God is there in you. But so many people are looking for salvation and heaven and happiness in the world on the outside. And that comes from uh, Jim. Jim, thank you and, and God bless you. And I'm very, very sorry about your loss. And you're looking at it the right way. You're looking at it as it is a a lesson, and 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 your son is with God, and God was done with him here. And that's a great way to look at it, and especially the fact that he went back to God at the perfect time. I just want to say thank you for that story, and we're very sorry about what you've gone through. Um, Let's go to the Lord now. April 19th, year of our Lord, 2022, here on Live from America. The idea of unfailing love is radical. There is no adequate model for it in this world. Such love can be found only in me, in the very essence of who I am. Even the most devoted parent, friend, or lover will let you down sometimes. But I am the eternal lover who will never, ever fail you. Psalm one forty-seven, eleven: The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. And from 1 John four sixteen, we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. And before you turn out the light tonight, Jan, every single one of you watching, all you getter folks on, on Real America's Voice News, have hope in God and his unfailing provision for you. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer all of us together. From your lips to his ears. We talked about it this morning. You have to speak it into existence the way God spoke the world and the universe into existence. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I'll tell you, we get some really, really, really super powerful testimonies here on Live from America in the form of Direct messaging in the form of email, in the form of phone calls, in the form of text messaging. Everybody has a wonderful story to share, and I am happy and happy to get it out there to everybody. First commercial break. Real America's Voice News. They got to pay some bills. We got to take a break and talk to our audience. Social media. We'll be right back right after this. <clears throat> now, wasn't, weren't, weren't those stories amazing? And uh, I got to tell you, folks, that that one lady who wrote there, Jan, who said that she's, you know, she's really just caught live from America on uh, Real America's Voice News. And the show is actually getting her to rethink her agnosticism. I mean, good thing she's not an atheist because that's one more step we'd have to go through. Right. So, folks, I tell you every day. The work and the miracles of God, they are real. I see them with my own eyes every day something that I never, ever saw prior to being a Christian, partly because I wasn't looking, partly because I didn't know the language, partly because I was in a world where I felt and, and, and believed that God did not exist. So if you are pushing somebody away constantly, what do you think they're going to do? What do you think they're going to do? Now, I'd like to thank some of my Live from America family members. I've got a whole bunch of names written down here. So hopefully you're one of these names. I love you all very much, and I want to thank you all very much. If you could do me the kind favor, whatever social media platform you're on right now, if you could please help me share the video while I read these names, it gives us something both to do, and it's great. So here we go. Jim and Bonnie Wenrich, of course. Wenrich, excuse me. uh, They've been here for a long, long time, and they sent a a donation and a letter. They said they were kicked off Facebook for 20 days for stating an opinion on gas and trans issues. Well, there you go. We love you, Jim and Bonnie. Barbara King, God bless you and thank you for your letter and your donation. Christopher Hopkins, your donation, your thank you card, and thank you very much for everything that you do. Your wife is battling cancer. We love you. We will keep you in our prayers. And your wife and hopefully restoration and healing will come back to you very, very soon. Again, all the folks that donate online too. I know I never read your names but we are working on a system where we can con- communicate with you constantly um, without just sending out one mass email. So just, I just want to say thank you, and we do see your little notes when you donate online. Scott Howard, thank you for the letter about the fraudulent news stations, the cable companies, and it's uh, the possible topics for the show. We appreciate that. Georgia Key, thank you very much for the donation. Ron and Betsy Schroeder for the, f- for the thank you card and the donation. Jamie and Dennis I hope I say this right. Bresciani, thank you card and donation as well. Connie Mears, thank you for your letter. Renee Dodd, thank you so very much for your card and your donation. Al and Carol Morris, been here from the beginning. God bless you. Easter cards, donations, American flag with cross painted on the rocks. Hold on, I got it right here. They sent these before too, if you guys remember. But look at that. They got the background to the show on the painted rock. Truly wonderful, and I want to thank them very much. Uh, Connie Mears, thank you. And uh, Dean Ray Shaw, God bless you. Jim Hanley, I just read Jim's letter. And Michelle McCabe, thank you for the donations, the Bibles, and the letter. You guys are my rocks. I love you. Eh, Rocks, no pun intended, right? And uh, I think we had a great show this morning. I'd really love to get the show out even further. It seems like our nightly numbers are a little lower than our daily numbers, That's on you guys to really, really be warriors. So if you guys could do that, I would appreciate it. And we'll come right back and go to the first and foremost. Here we go. Hope I'm not going too fast. And you're locked and loaded right here from the Granite State of New Hampshire. This is live from America. You're watching Real America's Voice News. (laughs) And that's a good choice. Let's go to our first and foremost section of the day. If you're new here, put your cups up. I know it's the evening, whether you're drinking coffee, probably decaf at this point, water, whatever it is, wine, maybe. Let's have our first slurp of the evening and let's get started. Earlier today, we spoke about how quickly the major airlines dropped the mask policy and how them doing that actually made it so it's almost going to be impossible to implement them again. Now, I know there's a lot of people watching that say, hey, these guys will do it no matter what. They don't care about the optics. You might be right about that. However, for the airlines, the Biden administration, the left, and everybody else to mask you back up again after these policies are gone, and after the airlines were lobbying to get these masks and and the policies removed a long time ago, they acted quick. And when they acted quick, it basically put a nail in the coffin for any of these mask mandates coming back. That was the great thing about them acting so fast to get rid of these mask mandates. I mean, they were literally instructing their pilots. You've seen the videos to talk about it mid-flight. Folks, take the masks off. One thing we want to make sure that we get out there, though is that you see these videos, and in a lot of these videos, they are reading the Biden administration has now lifted the mask mandates for all airlines. They're lying. That is not the case. The Biden administration did not do that. They want these people to literally be brainless, mindless sheep like the Democrats that follow them. They are not. We are not. We know the Biden administration did not lift this. As a matter of fact, you can think the Trump-appointed federal judge... 35 years old in Florida, you can thank her and you can thank President Trump for the fact that you are not wearing your mask on a plane anymore. Biden had nothing to do with it. As a matter of fact, Biden didn't like it, but could not stop it. That is the great thing about America. When we mobilize, when we strategize, when we come together, united, we stand divided, we fall. We actually make things happen. It's about time that we Americans, Democrat, Republican and independent uh, independent alike, we're not talking about the far left communists and we're not talking about the far right crazies either. We're talking about majority of America when we come together, there is nothing that we cannot accomplish. And now 309 pilots and flight attendants have taken it one step further. So about the same time that it took for the airlines to jump on the fact that the that the uh, the judge had completely wiped out the policy because it was illegal, uh, and the mask mandates, they jumped on that. Well, about as quick as that happened, that was about the time that it took these 309 pilots and flight attendants to do this uh, great deed that they did. They have now asked the Court of Appeals to declare the TSA's mask rule illegal permanently, no matter what, because they violated our rights for so long. And here's the other thing. What about those children... And those families who were kicked off flights for so many months, for so many years. What about those children and those parents and those people who got fined, who might have PTSD, who will never fly again? What about that? Is there some kind of punitive damages that we can bring uh, to those folks? Is there something? I mean, uh, we can't just say, oh, guys, everybody, it's done. No, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you for giving us back our freedoms. But there's hell to pay. Excuse my language. Let's talk about this for a minute. A group of 309 flight attendants and pilots last night asked the court to, uh, to mandate that the TSA be permanently enjoined from ever again issuing a health directive that have nothing to do with the transportation security. Never again say a group of pilots and flight attendants across the country. Never again do they want the TSA to be able to put in place mask mandates that have nothing to do with the transportation security. In their 36-page brief with 17 exhibits, the airline workers argued that the TSA must be permanently enjoined from ever again issuing health directives and uh, quotes saying, we are subject to the mask mandate every hour we are working with an exception only for pilots on duty in the cockpit due to safety reasons, according to the filing. While passengers only have to endure forced masking when traveling on public transportation, we are expected to obstruct our oxygen intake nearly all the time while at work. This endangers our health and um, imperils aviation safety. Hey, that's 100% correct. It is 100 percent correct. And if you don't believe that masks get in the way of your you breathing air, then I would I would ask the uh, the same airlines that why they tell you to take off your mask before you put on your air mask in case of an emergency. What do you mean? Why shouldn't I be able to put my air mask on right over my regular mask if I can breathe fine? That should tell you everything you need to know. All right. So a big shout out to these people in these airline and transportation agencies fighting back and saying, look, we're not doing this again. It just puts a nail further into that coffin of it would look so bad for the Democrats to try to uh, impose this kind of a uh, uh, ridiculously um, illegal mandate on us that they would they would never even have a chance at winning their local office. That is how bad this would be if they tried to go back. So a big shout out to these people. Also, almost immediately after the ruling. Uber, Lyft, Rideshare, and others all dropped their mask policies as well. Again, this shows you the unity of the United States of America. And it's not even surrounding our children right now. It's surrounding COVID that we know, yes, has, was a bad strain of the flu for a lot of people. It was really bad, mostly the older folks. We get that. But for the majority of the world, you had a 99% chance of survival all the way through it. So it was never warranted, and it's nice to see people finally getting back together again and finally saying, no, enough is enough. Democrat, Republican, Independent alike. So big shout-out to Uber, Lyft, and everybody else who's also following suit, but let's read this story real quick. Rideshare companies Uber and Lyft dropped their mask requirements for drivers and passengers today after a federal judge declared Biden's mask mandate unlawful. Um. Uh, quote, as of April 19th, 2022, riders and drivers are not required to wear masks when using Uber. However, the CDC still recommends wearing a mask if you have certain personal risk factors and or high transmission levels in your area, Uber said in a statement. Remember, many people still feel safer wearing a mask because of of personal or family health situations. So please, be respectlu- uh, respectful of their preference, and if you ever feel uncomfortable, you can always cancel the trip. You know what? You could have always canceled the trip all along. These optics make me sick. Lyft also announced that mask wearing for their drivers and riders would be optional. We know that everyone has a different comfort level, and anyone who wants to continue wearing a mask is encouraged to do so. Again, something that it should have always been. We have never should have had a problem with this. As always, drivers and riders can decline to accept or cancel any ride they do not wish to take. You mean, like, personal responsibility? That still exists in this country? Well, I'll be. Thank you for telling me that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But, you know what? We're heading in the right direction, and that is a testament to everything that you guys are doing and all the fighting and all the helping that you're doing to take back this country and take back this republic. You want to talk about another person who has been the tip of the spear in taking back this republic, and that is Ben Berkwam. Now, I don't have Ben Berkwam on the show tonight. I wish I did. We may get him on tomorrow. He's a busy man. But I got to tell you, Senate Democrat hopefuls now join incumbents in breaking with the Biden plan to end Title 42, meaning, folks, that even the Democrats are jumping ship on this Title 42 stuff. They don't want their names attached to it. They don't want anything to do with it. They already know that uh, 32 other incumbent Democrats are running for the hills, crying with their pink hats on, not knowing what the heck they're going to do in this midterm season because they've already attached their name to Applesauce Joe and they have no way out of it. They don't want to continue to bury themselves deeper. But it's because of Ben Berkwam that this is happening and don't let anybody tell you any different. The reason why the Democrats are siding with the Republicans, the reason why the Democrats are now saying we should not stop Title 42 and we should keep that Trump policy in place is because of Ben Berkwam. If there was no Ben Berkwam, if there was no RAV, then you would have never even known, ladies and gentlemen, about the border issue to begin with and Title 42 would be here forever. But now it is reported that Title 42 will not, is likely not to end, and that is because of Democrats saying, you know what, maybe we don't want anything to do with this after all. Well, gee, I could have told you that one. Shout out to Ben Berkwam. Always gets the Smarty Award here on Live from America, even if he gets it or not. We'll be right back with Candace Taylor right after this. Stay tuned. Yeah, I got to tell you, folks, if it wasn't for Ben, I don't know if anybody would even really know about what's going on the border. I I mean, that's just plain real. If you don't know that, then you've been living under a rock somewhere. Um, I want to make sure that we have our guests and everything is all set. Candace, hello. How are you? You are muted, my dear. I'm great, Jeremy. How are you? There you are. I got you. I'm good. I'm good. You look beautiful. How are you today?
2: thank you i just did my makeup just to come on your show and i'm going to and i'm going to speak in north georgia too but i thought i would come on here you know with my red lips painted
1: well there you go there you go you know what dress to impress right um so we're gonna keep you on about 12 minutes uh right now you're live to the uh social media audience as always so say hi to everybody and everybody say hi to candace Um, Hey Jeremy
2: Harrell's audience i love you you're awesome
1: And uh, we got about 12 minutes, and I think we can get through everything that we need to talk about in that time. Um, You're a talker and I'm a talker, so I'll let you have the majority of the floor on this one because it's your information that needs to get out, not mine. I
2: like it when you get back and forth, Jeremy, that you're a little bit funny.
1: Well, you know, people always say to me, they're like, you should let your guests talk more. And I say, well, I like having conversations, not interviews. You know what I mean? You can really draw out a lot more when you get to that, so... Uh, The
2: applesauce,
1: Joey got me. Funny, right? (laughs) Old Joey applesauce. All right, let's come back from this commercial break, and uh, we'll bring you in. Here we go. Folks, welcome back to Live from America here on RAV, Real News, Honest Views. What a catchy slogan, right? Anyway, we got a special guest with us tonight. I think she's making her third or fourth appearance here on Live from America, and it is gubernatorial candidate uh for the great peach state of georgia and that is candace taylor candace welcome to life from america how are you
2: i'm wonderful jeremy thank you for having me on you have one of my favorite audiences your people are amazing they're faithful loyal patriots jesus-loving patriots
1: i'm telling you i'm telling you that you know what they've become they've, they've really moved from an audience to a family, I mean, you you see the same names, during, you know, every day, or you you get the mail from people, you get letters, and you can't help but look at these people as something far more than a view or somebody who watches your show. You know their past, you know their struggles, and that's real America. And I think, I think I might be wrong, but I think that is why Brian Kemp and David Perdue are so afraid of you, because you do represent. Real America, they do not. I understand President Trump endorsed purdue. that's fine, but wait till they see your star power on that debate stage. What are they trying to do to you in Georgia? Why won't they let you talk to them?
2: Now are they scared of a girl? You know, I don't think they're scared of a girl. I think they're scared of we the people because when they silence me, they silence the people of Georgia and the people of America, quite frankly, because I represent conservative values. I represent a normal person who pays taxes. I'm a public school educator. So is my husband. We have three children and we just want to be free. I just don't want to live in communism. I don't want my children brainwashed with transgenderism. I want to protect our freedom. And I don't think that that is so... Out, out there and outlandish when our constitution is founded on God. In fact, it says almighty God. And so we talk about separation of church and state and they go crazy. We talk about Jesus guns and babies and they go crazy. And it's like, what planet do you live on? It, we have become so divided in our country with radical leftist agenda, for the 1% on that side. And then everybody else over here that we are so different. We can't even make sense to each other. No,
1: know. I know. So let me ask you this. <laughs> For the people who don't know what's going on with this whole keeping you away from the debate stage uh, tactic, how are they doing it? We know why they're doing it, but how are they doing it? What what uh, procedure are they following that doesn't allow somebody who wants to run for the governor of that state to come on the debate stage with them? How are they doing that?
2: Right, because so I paid my $5,250, and I have, art harder than everyone else, I do 30 30-
1: Oh, you're breaking up there Candace and so why would they keep me
2: away right in 2018
1: Ill oh drive hey am I back um you yeah you're, you're, you're back but you're kind of uh, you're kind of shaky here for a minute uh, let's just hey, go, I, go go I, ahead I, and keep going keep going I
2: have, I have service for now I think so what happened is in 2018 had all five candidates on the stage on all of the debates, no question. Well, now they've come up, there's four debates, we've been invited in Purdue again, so they're not, and so it's just, it it doesn't make sense. The precedence was set for all candidates to be invited in 2018, including Brian Kemp, who was third, just like me, supposedly, which I don't believe that I've seen the polling, I'm ahead of Purdue. But... Doesn't matter. Their polling shows me third. So if their polling shows me third, why would I not be on the stage?
1: So the, now you cut. You were you were cutting in and out in that very beginning part. You said something about five people on the debate stage. We kind of missed that. Can you kind of go over that again?
2: Yeah, 2018, they had five people on the debate stage in all the debates. So why now? That was the precedent. That was what was set. So why now has that changed? What's changed except that? I'm non-establishment. It's not yeah. about me being a girl. I'm being funny. It's yeah, not know. about me being a woman. It's, it has nothing to do with that. It's about that I'm one of you. I'm one of the people.
1: Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, I, I knew they were going to do this. I, and they're doing this with other people, other great candidates in other states too. I'm, I'm hearing this from so many great uh, gubernatorial candidates that the GOP is just literally uh, basically putting a roadblock everywhere they go. And, and and that's the problem with this GOP. And I and I've been saying, if we just had to fight the Democrats, it would be one thing. It'd be one thing. But to fight our own party to get rid of these bad uh, candidates, these corrupt candidates, these rhinos in most cases, it's it's very very difficult to do. Um. So you are on for one uh, at least one debate, though, right? What what date is that, and where's that going to be? Yeah, May first,
2: we'll be on the debate with Atlanta Press Club and GPB is is covering that, Georgia Public Broadcasting. So you'll be able to watch it live. And there'll be all of us there, unless the guys don't show up, right? Because in 2018, Brian Kemp didn't show up to debate Stacey Abrams the second time because she won the first debate. And then David Perdue, we know, didn't show up to debate John Ossoff and cost us that Senate seat. So let's hope the guys do show up for the one debate that we're in. It'll be interesting. I'll
1: tell you what, if if you get on the stage with both of those two, And they give you any fair time whatsoever. I have no doubt in my mind you're going to rock the world and you're going to open the eyes and the ears of so many people in Georgia. How's your bus tour going right now with uh, with Danny? It's
2: wide open. Wonderful. We are covering the state. We're doing two more days tomorrow and and Thursday. And I think we're doing 19 stops. You know, I have to kind of shut the bus off and then do a couple more stops to get everybody in without the bus because you have time on the bus but we're, we're covering 19 um, cities counties in two days it's going to be amazing and we're reaching the people we're seeing the normal everyday people giving them a voice hearing what they want out of a governor this is their seat this isn't my seat to win and it's not brian Kemp's seat to lose this seat belongs to the people of georgia and i am running because of what happened November 3rd, 2020 and our state was hijacked and nothing's been done about it. There's been no accountability, zero arrests and I'm furious and I'm, you know, they don't listen to the will of the people. They do whatever they want to. They're not public servants. They're not trustees of the people. And so we're going to take Georgia back to the people. And if we don't save Georgia this year in 2022, you better watch out for the rest of America because we're going to lose the whole union.
1: Well, um, let's talk about that real quick. Say you say you win and you become governor. You said something about executive orders on day one. Can you talk a little bit about that? I know you might want to keep some of them secret, but can you give us anything about what your uh, what your day one looks like if you win?
2: Just because I love you, Jeremy. Because I posted a teaser and I haven't told anyone. So yeah, we're going to do ten executive orders. I'm going to release what my my focus will be on Thursday. But immigration is going to be one where we, you know, secure Georgia and how we're going to get that handled quickly. We're going to do one on transgenderism in our school systems. We're going to do one on an anti-grooming bill. It's going to be great. It's going to make the left lose their mind. And, you know, I may do one on a state guard, but I want in Georgia to help with elections and with immigration. Um, Several others. We have one on crime and and one on hey on the opioid crisis and prison reform. Um, I, I may do one on foster care and adoption because we have we're gonna do something with abortion, right? i gonna end that. So well, that's we that's kind
1: of what I wanted to get into next was abortion. You see what Alabama just did? I don't know if you've seen that or not, but Alabama's putting the hammer down when it comes to killing babies. Now I I, I want to know where does Georgia stand as far as like the state legislature? What are you hearing? Are you is that something that you guys want to move towards and kind of adopt as well? Uh, kinda well, like a- Brian,
2: Brian, well, Brian Kemp got the heartbeat bill, which was a great idea, mm-hmm. but if you don't take the heartbeat, you can kill the baby after birth. So it really didn't do anything. It didn't prevent any abortions from happening in our state. And so Fox News reported actually on me this week and said that I was, I was going to criminalize abortion, and I was going to have the harshest abortion laws in the union. I said, you got that right. We're eradicating abortion from Georgia. We're going ha- to have babies celebrated, and we're going to choose life every single time, and I'm going to close every abortion clinic in this state.
1: Wait, who, who did that piece on you, Fox News?
2: Yeah, Fox News. Did oh, my
1: lanta. You know what? You expect that from CNN. You expect that from MSDNC. But to now actually say I'm not shocked that Fox News did that to you lets you know how far Fox News has fallen. You know what I mean? Nobody watch. Now, I mean, I don't say nobody watches him anymore. People still watch him. Obviously, Tucker's got the, you know, the highest viewed show in, in, in cable news. But for the most part, I think people just watch him out of uh, out of habit anymore. Habit. Yeah, just straight habit, because you got real America's voice news. You got others. You got OAN. You got people out there that really want to. I mean, are passionate about bringing the truth. I don't know if you heard right before you came on. Oh, we lost you there. I don't know if. Uh, oh, there you are. I don't know if you heard right before we came on. But uh, Title 42 might be stalled. They might not end Title 42 because of what Ben burkwoman Real America's Voice News has done. I, I mean, I don't know if you've seen, but I've not seen anybody cover the border like that.
2: No, he's done an awesome job. We have to have it. People are scared. We have to quit being politically correct. we got to right. burn the house down. That's right. Go full throttle. Rip the Band-Aid off. There's no more time for playing. We're going to lose our constitutional republic if we don't get serious. This isn't time for games. This isn't business as usual. This isn't rhetoric. This is real, and it's war. And we are not going to lose our freedom.
1: Amen. Well, I, I keep saying, we're at, we are at a very special time as Christians— and as Americans, and we should not look at this time and go, oh, I yearn for this day or that. We are in a very special time. We're about ready to mold and restore. This country in a way that nobody's ever seen it happen before. And it's because of getting involved at local levels. It's because of people like you coming out of the uh, the uh, the education uh, uh, workforce and, and actually putting that to use to become governor. Uh, we got about 30 seconds left. Uh, Candace, I know you're got a little bit uh, of you know, some some issues there with with Wi-Fi. But if you want to uh, let people know where they can help you and what, let people know how they can help you uh, get your name out there more, you have you've got the uh, you've got the floor.
2: Yeah, we're on the edge of revival and it's going to be the greatest time to be alive in America. So hang on tight. I need y'all to go to my website, CandiceTaylor.com, K-A-N-D-I-S-S, Taylor.com. I need you to donate $25. I need you to sign up to be a volunteer. Even if you don't live in Georgia, I need you to get involved. I need you to make phone calls for me. We're going to take Georgia back to the people and back to Jesus. So y'all come get on board and let's do this.
1: Amen. Hey, I love you. Good. Uh, congratulations and keep working hard. I'll talk to you later and we'll get you back on soon, okay?
2: I love you more. Bye. All
1: right. See you later, Candace. Ladies and gentlemen, Candace Taylor, and again, we're sorry for the, uh, we're, we're sorry for the, uh, the, the service in and out and, and having some lag there. But the, you know the great thing about this is, folks, is we are working so hard that a lot of people don't have time to wait around at a house or at a studio. A lot of people are like, look, I'm on my way somewhere literally right now to do an event. The other day, we had a gentleman come on, um, and, and uh, Pukita, and, and, and he was doing his interview in a broom closet. What does that tell you? That tells you that we're out there and we're serious and we're fighting hard to save this country. Truly amazing stuff. We're going to take another commercial break here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. We've got plenty more, though. Good news. When we come back, don't go anywhere. See you later. Yeah, Candace is great. She really is, and she's got that bus tour going on down there, and, um, you know— Here's the thing. You might not live in uh, you might not live in in Georgia, but that doesn't mean that having uh, Candace Taylor as as the governor there wouldn't affect you somehow. It would Same. I mean, look what happened with Brian Kemp. Look what we got when we um, relied on him. Look what we got when we relied on Doug Ducey. Look what we got when we relied on anybody in these swing states to do anything. There was crickets, ladies and gentlemen. It will never happen again. We will never find ourselves in another scenario where we are doing, frantically doing forensic audits because we don't know what, 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 what happened. That will never be the case again, ever, ever. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that tonight. Uh, Jeremy, please get Jaron Jackson on your show. Uh, can you get Tim Rantham on the show? We have been reaching out to people left and right to come on as guests. Uh, now that we're now that we're stationed and we really understand uh, the studio, we're we've been working left and right to get people on. I'll get anybody on who's got a message. All they have to do is message uh, me on the website com. We're starting to answer everybody when it comes to that now, and uh, we've really got our hand on the pulse. So. Um, if somebody wants to come on or, you know, somebody that wants to come on, get them in touch with us. And, uh, Eli will make sure that that happens. Okay. Let us, uh, come back from this break because I don't want to keep you guys waiting. I want uh, the hosts on Fox are more concerned with their big paychecks. Amen. Amen. Our kids deserve the same freedoms we had with Jesus Christ help. There is no stopping this Trump train, man. You are right about that. Definitely. And Candace Taylor, Marjorie Green, and Candace Owens says Terrence J. All great people. Definitely. Jeremy, please get Bobby Pitton on. I messaged you on IG, Corn Pop. Okay, well, I haven't checked my IG messages in about a week and a half, but I will get to them as soon as I can, all right? Sorry about that. We're everywhere. Actually, we need another employee, but there's no way. We can, we can barely afford <laughs> the one we got. Uh, but we're, we're really getting to a point where we need another employee. Anybody want to come be an intern for a little bit? Uh, <laughs> let's get back. Cause we got a good, uh, we got some good news on this Biden Hunter Biden laptop that everybody's going to want to hear. So here we go, folks. Welcome back to live from America. What a great Great time it always is with Candace Taylor running for governor down there. The, the the GOP is is literally blocking her at every step. They don't want her message out. They don't want real Georgians knowing who Candace Taylor is and for obvious reasons. Now, I'm sorry about the, uh, the Wi-Fi or the 5G or whatever that was uh, that uh, she was having troubles with. But at least we got the interview done. And again, like I said to the audience during the commercial break, we are such fighters right now that we can't sit and wait for interviews. So most of the times when we're on other people's shows or people coming on my show, they're on the road. They're at events. That is so much, that is such a difference from four years ago. It is such a difference because I never ever seen so many people working, working, working on the road. That means that we are doing what America should do and that's being involved in our politics. It is the number one, it it is essential that real Americans have their hand in some kind of local politics, whether it be school board or whether it be city, city hall, city council, whether it be uh, county level or whether it's a state level, it's imperative. We, we lose everything if we, if we stop doing that. Now, I wanna get back to uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. I told you I was gonna keep you updated on this every step of the way. Now, what we're talking about here in this story is not a copy of the hard drive. It's not a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop. This is the laptop that we're about ready to talk about. And again, I told you, we're taking back this republic and I want to give you some good news. Do you guys remember last week when representative Matt Gates from Florida was grilling that uh, security, cybersecurity agent, and he was asking where Hunter Biden's laptop was? The agent was like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He's like, I want to know where Hunter Biden's laptop is and I want to know where it is right now. I don't know where it is. Have you ever seen it? Nope. But aren't you the head of the security and cyber? Yep. But you don't know where the laptop is? Nope. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to help you out with that today because we now do know where the laptop is. And not only do we not, uh, now know where the laptop is, we know that it is in the hands of the Republican Party. Specifically, it is in the hands of Daryl Issa. And he says that there is a treasure trove of proof and evidence in there exactly of what we and everybody else has been accusing Hunter Biden of, and it implicates going all the way up to the big guy himself. Let's get on with it. A longtime House Republican confirmed that Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings are currently being investigated in Congress and now apparently have, um, have possession of the infamous laptop that is believed to have belonged to the resident's son, Representative Daryl Issa, representative from California, said that, quote, we have the laptop and in the meantime, we're investigating. Issa described the findings on the laptop as a treasure trove before saying that we're going to need a special prosecutor in order to look at other uh, into other allegations about Biden's business dealings in various countries, including China, China on the laptop is direct communication between Joe Biden and his son, direct communication. Now, you, if you remember correctly, this is a very important to get this video out, folks, because people need to hear the truth and you're only going to get it here. It's very important to remember that Joe Biden said many times on the campaign trail and mumbling and stumbling in every type of podium that he ever walked up to while people stood in their little circles, that he had nothing to do with Hunter Biden and knew nothing of his business dealings. However, the laptop says, no, 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 there, Joey Applesauce. Uh, the, The laptop says different, direct communication between resident Biden and his son. Quote, a good dive into how sick and vulnerable Hunter Biden was. Went on to say, quote, some of the things he did, adding that there were photos on the hard drive that allegedly showed the younger Biden's drug stash and things he did with women all over the world of all ages. I would bet some of these girls were underage. That's just my guess. I don't have the proof of that, but that's just my assumption. Moving on. While the younger Biden has denied any wrongdoing in his business dealings, he has publicly admitted to having struggled with substance abuse in the past. Resident Biden, meanwhile, has categorically denied his son was involved in any improper business arrangements and has maintained he had no knowledge or communication about any deals. ISA said that there were business deals that went forward for Hunter Biden, including a deal with his wife of the former mayor of Moscow, which Trump has talked about in length, and including China as he was dealing with his drug problems. The FBI said it took possession of the actual hardware after the owner, suspected to be Hunter Biden, left it for repairs in the Delaware shop in 2019. Now, its existence was first reported in October of 2020, just days before the general election. You guys know the story. The good story, though, the good news, the buried lead here that no mainstream media outlet is talking about is that Daryl Issa and the Republicans who are investigating him in Congress have the laptop, have the physical laptop, not the copies of the hard drive. And things are about to get bumpy for Hunter Biden. No more Parmesan cheese for you, sir. Of course, we showed you pictures of him at the Easter uh, Easter event at the White House on Sunday looking like the meth king from, I don't know, Woktopia, because he looks bad, folks. No teeth, hair falling out. I mean, why you would even let this guy show up? And really, I just, I feel very, I don't want to say I feel bad for him on a level of, oh, I feel bad for you. I just pity the guy. I pity the guy. It's one of those classic situations like a movie where the son was never loved by the father and used by the family. And, he, and, and he's in one of the most dysfunctional, and disgusting families on the planet and we're finding out more and more and more so we're going to stay on top of this good news is they've got the laptop and it's going to get bumpy for old uh, hunter biden and joe biden you know what we like to always play when we talk about hunter we like to play this
0: by the way whatever happened to hunter where the
1: hell is he where's hunter well (laughs) we know where hunter is he was at the easter egg hunt and we know where hunter's laptop is it's with republicans now I want to explain a little bit more. I want to move from that, and I want to explain a little bit more about this Elon Musk Twitter situation. Now, earlier, I said I know a lot of people do not want to talk about this because they could care less because they don't use Twitter and they don't care about Elon Musk. It's not about that. It is a very, very important component to us winning this culture war and winning this holy war. Whether Elon Musk is in the holy war or not, he's part of it, and this is why it's such a big deal. It has nothing to do with Twitter. I could care less. About Twitter, I don't use it, never have. Don't care. I could care less about SpaceX, and I could care even less about uh, uh, Tesla. But what I do care about is free speech, and this is something that we need to talk about. Okay, these shareholders for Twitter and the board members are not going to win this fight, and in the end, Elon Musk will own Twitter, and he will make it a private company again. I don't see any way out for the Twitter executives, for the Twitter shareholders, or for the Twitter board members. I see zero way out for one reason and one reason only. They are a public company. In their contracts, they have a fiduciary responsibility in their contracts. And that means that they have a financial responsibility to sell any public stocks to the highest bidder, especially if they're offering cash at any time. Since they are public. And if they don't do that, which they're trying not to do, which they're trying to take this poison pill in order to hurt them and Elon Musk, and now the federal government is involved, the DOJ and the SEC are involved, they're not going to win this. Elon Musk has every right to do what he's doing. It is a public company. He has offered the company well beyond what it's worth and offered it in cash. And they're still not taking it, but yet they have a financial contractual uh, responsibility to do that. It's called fiduciary responsibility. They have to do it. They have no choice but to do it. They can try to dilute their shares. They can try to destroy the company, but they're not going to win in the end. I mean, you're dealing with the richest man on the planet right now. He is the richest man on the planet, even after he buys. Your crappy social media company for $50 billion or whatever it is. That's only a quarter of his wealth and he's got billions coming in all the time. You're dealing with somebody who's not going to back down and you are going to lose. You're going to lose. Now, before we go to this commercial break, I want to tell you something great that Elon Musk said. He says when he take, not if, when, when I take over Twitter, the board salaries will go from whatever they are individually to zero. They will get paid $0 once Elon Musk takes over. Do you know what that adds up to? That adds up to $3 million a year right away that Elon Musk will start saving the company. $3 million right away. And again, he did not say if I take over the company. Uh, He said when. When I take over the company, I will reduce the salaries of the board members to $0 annually. Period. You want to play games, you want to play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes. Now, we have been waiting for somebody to come along and do this to Twitter, do this to YouTube, do this to Facebook. And now that we finally got the guy, we're nitpicking about who he is and what his belief systems are. All you need to know is he believes in free speech, period. He's a libertarian. And all, <laughs> And the other thing you need to know is he is the richest man on the planet, and he knew what he was doing long before he announced it. In America, oh. we- Hold on, we had, to, we, had wrong, we had the wrong thing played there. Uh, we're going to go to our commercial break here, ladies and gentlemen. But remember, we're in a fight for our culture. We're in a fight for our tradition. We're in a fight for our country. And we're in a fight for God. And this is a big part of it. We're going to be right back right after this. Stay tuned. Zero dollars. That's that's, that, to me, is incredible. Zero dollars a year. See ya. You had a nice run, didn't you? You had fun playing your games, didn't you? No longer. No longer. Forgot to give them the Smarty Award of the Day. We're going to have to do that when we come back. And did you guys know that um, Disney stock is down 30% and their parks uh, attendance are down 50% and they lost millions of streamers across the board for Disney Plus and the other companies they own. ESPN Plus is one of them. Uh, I can't remember the other one that's really down, but they're down big time. And when we end up and when we finish with this last story here, you're going to see how, uh, how big of a hit Disney is about to take because of Ron DeSantis and others in this world. Um, but they're down big time. And that's exactly what we, again, we are uniting over our children. How great is that? How great is that? You go ask any normal Democrat. What they think of this, and they're going to tell you the same thing, and if they don't tell you, they're they're telling it to others behind closed doors. You can bet that. You can bet that. Trump buys Disney, LOL. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Look at this. uh, Vegetarian says she sold her Disney stock two weeks ago. That's amazing. That's great. Good job. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to go and give the Smarty Award right away to Elon Musk, and then we're going to move on to the last story of the day. So hold on. Here we go. Folks, you're back here on Real America's Voice News. Something that we did not do before the commercial break, and that was give Elon Musk the Smarty Award of the day. award of the day goes to Elon Musk. He's put way too much pressure on him. He's got him like rats in a corner. Not the mouse, but the rat in the corner. Speaking of mouse, let's go to Disney real quick during the commercial break. I just told you that Disney stock is down about 30%, which is great. Uh, Disney's theme parks are down about 50% attendance, which is great. They and the companies they've owned have lost millions of streamers, uh, streaming uh, streaming revenue, which is great. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. And the biggest bull in the state of Florida, we're going to go back to him. We started the show with him. We're going to end the show with a smile. And that is Governor Ron DeSantis, folks, because he is, I'll tell you what, he is not only taking down Disney, but he's also taking down Twitter as well, along with Elon Musk. And this is what I really wanted to show you. You have the richest guy in the world hitting you from one side. And then you've got the best governor on the planet Hitting you from the other side, how do you ever, ever, ever expect to win? Uh, Governor DeSantis has now said that he, because of the uh, fiduciary responsibility and duties of Twitter, he will be opening an investigation and holding Twitter accountable as well because part of their pension in Florida as an elected official is shares of Twitter stock. Check this out, folks. Truly incredible. The state of Florida and our pension system, we have shares of Twitter. Uh, I didn't buy it.
3: We have people that run the fund. But nevertheless, it hasn't exactly been great in returns on investment. It's been pretty stagnant for many, many years. Uh, so, But nevertheless, I mean, to me, I think that that's probably an injury to the fund. So we're going to be looking at ways that the state of Florida potentially can be holding these Twitter board of directors accountable for breaching their <laughs> fiduciary duties. So stay
1: tuned on that. And that's a leader, ladies and gentlemen. Now you've got Elon Musk hitting you from one side. You've got Ron DeSantis hitting you from another as a governor of a state coming after you because you are literally diluting the company on purpose. That is, that is completely wrong, and it is against their contract. And Elon Musk warned them, if you go down this road, it's going to be a bad, bad fight for you. And Now you've got the one-two punch of Ron DeSantis and Elon Musk. God is good, folks. God is good. Now, before we go, I do want to uh, let you know that in the last, well, since November 3rd, Twitter is about to be completely taken over and free speech will start uh, happening all over every social media platform as a result of that. That's how big it is. The GOP completely taken over. It's our party now, period. The CNN is dying. The bottom is falling out. CNN Plus is already dead. They're already going bankrupt because of that. And 52 new Election security laws across battleground states have already been signed into law, and we are literally killing the Democrats on voter registration. Folks, God is good. God is working behind the scenes, and we will win this culture war and this holy war. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. God bless each and every one of you. Make sure you give our partners some attention. That is the Brave American, promo code LFA, my pillow, promo code LFA and patriotfoods.com promo code LFA check out the store on jeremyherald.com for all new stuff and remember there's right ways and wrong ways but there is only one Yahweh so stand up tall keep your shoulders back keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper and I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. and again in the evening for more live from America have a great night folks see you later that we want